It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's episode... Killer robots would have explosives, not guns. Good. I can finally relax. Thai Buddhist monks act like Floridians. Bats can sing death metal. Good. Cannibal Corpse was looking for a new lead screamer. Monopoly game turns violent, and rightly so. I have to wait longer than three and a half minutes to put garbage in my mouth? Count me out. And rats in northern India have been accused of eating hundreds of kilograms of cannabis seized from drug dealers and stored in police warehouses. The rats were fine until it finally hit them four hours later. Oh, man. It's too too late at that point. Yeah. It's, they're in for a ride. <laughs> Unfortunately, they got the munchies and ate all their kids. Oh. Or maybe fortunately? I don't know. <laughs> the rats reportedly said... I know we gave them the plague, but, like, what if we are the plague, man? Uh, and later this winter, you can look for The Rat's White Album. Mm, yeah. Lots of sitars. <laughs> <laughs> for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Indeed. Is that that one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's on The White Album. No, I'm not sure. Someone should tell us. Yeah. <laughs> but not me. Hello. Hello. We're back. We are. And uh, last week's episode was fun. Yes. With Eric. I always enjoy Indeed. having Eric on the show. And um, let's do it, it again. Uh, well, you know, ne- next year. Yeah. Or before then. Sooner, maybe, but yeah. definitely next year on uh, Black Friday. Yeah. 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 How'd you do did any? You, uh, I was going to say, did you get any deals? I know. No? So I was on uh, I was on a call with my coworkers um, who are from India mm-hmm. and um, they did not release the White Album. Um, but they said <laughs> that we came back from break and they were like, uh, did you get any good deals? I was like, what do you mean? Uh, he was like, did you get good deals on, on uh, the day after Thanksgiving? I'm like, oh, oh, that's what you know Thanksgiving for? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I I think of the food first mm-hmm. and the feast first, and then I think of the deals maybe later. Yeah. Which but is crazy because we both worked retail so long. Yeah. Well, it's I block like, it from my memory. Yeah. I mean, I always liked fourth quarter, you know, because it was busy and, you yeah. know. Because January was the worst. You're just standing there like Ugh. nobody comes in. A Monday in the beginning of January? Ugh. Fuck. No, it's horrible. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't mind the hustle and the bustle, but uh, yeah, it's it's still a lot. Yeah. Six hour day, or six days a week and 12 hour days sometimes. Yeah. Well, no, no, thank you. I don't miss it. No. I mean, it's been, a, I mean, 17 years. My yeah. last, yeah, my but, last uh, holiday in Retail was 2004? Uh, mine would have been 2017. Oh. Who's too recent? Too recent. No, no, no. It would have been 2016. My last Black Friday. I worked at mm-hmm. Apple mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the store was, we had to stop people from coming in because we were over the fire limit, mm-hmm. fire marshal's limit. Fire marshal bill. Let me tell you something. And we were like, wait, wait, do you have an appointment? Because you can't unless you can't yeah. come in unless you have an appointment. Yeah. Sorry, you can't check the, the capacity because we're past capacity. Yeah, well, somebody's going to have yeah. to leave before yeah, you can we, come in. Yeah. It's really hard for inspections. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how you get them. <laughs> you can't come in because we're full. All right, I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? Uh, uneventful. Really? I mean, we like. I mean, it's just a few days ago, right? Well, I it guess Friday. it's been a week. Yeah. It was Friday. Uh, I did. I got a few deals. I yeah. didn't go out. I just ordered them on oh. on the internet. because yeah. I had like some rewards points and yeah. free shipping and discounts, and I was like, all right, I'll buy these couple things. Not gifts. 
It was just some stuff we needed. Oh. Or like, or like, wanted. Like what? Uh, you know, stuff around the kitchen, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to – stuff you guys needed as a family, so it's yeah. not like you're going to save it and hold it and then give no. it to your wife for Christmas. No, I'm not going to kitchen pitcher. Anyway. Like, here's a pot. <laughs> Make me some soup. The, no. What, one year, this is not why we are divorced, but one year I got my ex-wife a garage door opener mm. for Christmas, mm-hmm. and she really liked it. She was yeah. very excited because we needed it. It was yeah. like, at the time, it was really cool because you could open it with an app, and that was like mm. almost unheard mm-hmm. of at the time. And um, my biggest thing with that was like I could check the app and see if it was closed. Yeah. And I could close it from bed <laughs> if I thought of it. It was nice. Yeah, that's good. No, I, I've gotten like kitchen related things for my wife because she likes baking or cooking or what. So like a few years ago, um, she was talking about wanting to learn some new Asian style cooking. So I got her some like online classes mm-hmm. where we all got to do it. And the the uh, you did one of them with us. I did. Yeah, and it was oh, really cool. Was a yeah. Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah. My Yuko, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still follow her on uh, Instagram. Me too. And watch all the classes and stuff she does. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So she taught us how to make um, udon, I think. Right. Uh, I wasn't there for the udon class. I don't think I was there for the. Oh, I was there for the um, the uh, what do you call them? Steam dumplings. The dumplings. Yeah. 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 The shumai. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we we took those classes with these chefs from Japan, mm-hmm. and then I bought her like some bowls, like Japanese style bowls and uh, little rice bowls and things like that to you know theme the whole thing out, and she she liked it, so it wasn't like I was like you know get in the kitchen. Right. No. Which we read about in class today. Oh, you did? Yeah, we're doing women's suffrage. Oh. And so we were looking at the anti-suffragists today. Yeah. And I was like, read this. Why did they not want them? And one of them's like, you know, oh, <laughs> women belong in the kitchen raising the kids. It's ruining our country. These are the Republicans of yesteryear. <laughs> I think they're the Republicans of year, yesteryear. Now year. Yester, now now ster, Today year. year. Today year, yeah. Actually, tomorrow I'm going to show them some tweets. Uh, I looked up the hashtag repeal the 19th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is you know popular with Republicans. Yeah. So uh, I found, I picked out some of the tweets. Because someone said, do people still think like this? And I was like, oh, we'll yeah. talk tomorrow. My mom's husband. He, she, Okay. So he owns a business. He does like home inspections. Okay. But he doesn't really do a lot of them. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work like he doesn't work like full-time hours. Okay. So he's just at home. She, my mom works. Mm-hmm. Uh, she drives 45 minutes to work each way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she works 10-hour days. Mm-hmm. She comes home and she still has to cook dinner for him because he refuses to do it because the woman should cook dinner. I'm like, "Mom, do you know what fucking year it is?" <laughs> you don't have to do that anymore. All I was thinking today was that scene from Pleasantville where William H. Macy comes home and the whole house is dark. And he's like, honey, I'm home. (laughs) Honey? And he's like wandering around the house and he goes in the kitchen and he's looking. He's like, where's my dinner? (laughs) Where is my dinner? And then, you know, they cut to him at the bowling alley with the other guys telling the story. And they're all just like clutching their pearls like, there was no dinner? Clutching their neckties. (laughs) Their bowling shirts. Um, Oh, they didn't have to dress up to go bowling back then? Oh, they have the special bowling shirts like that. Oh, that's right, yeah. Silky ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've got Mm -hmm. the designs. It's a specific design for bowling shirts. So I got these emails for, like, those shirts. They're like, retro bowling shirts. And they've got, like, fucking flamingos and weird-ass shit. And I'm like, 
why the hell am I getting this? This happens when like, you turn 40. I guess. They send you those. When you're 50, they send you the AARP. <laughs> no, I've gotten AARP already. Oh, have you really? Yeah. You know, you, I, we talked about this before. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have to be yeah, old. You'd be like 20 and do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we got a few deals for some things we've been needing to make our lives a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that was on like a gift list. So it's not like we're taking gifts from anyone. Uh, it's not stuff that you like really want. Like, oh yeah, I got a pot. A, <laughs> like, a pot or pot? Yeah, a a pot. A pot. Yeah. yeah, like to cook soup in. Oh yeah, because we had like a big one and a little one, but we needed like a small one. You not not little but small. Yeah, so, so in like, the middle of yeah, yeah. little and because we egg. had a, like a really big one, like when when our daughter wants a boiled egg for breakfast. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want a giant like pot to, absolutely you not. just want a little one that you put the egg in and it's done real quick yeah um so we got one of those why wouldn't you just put it in the microwave the egg don't they explode it, no mm-hmm. I, I promise i'm pretty sure because uh i, I recall it. i recall a story of my grandpa putting a egg in the microwave oh, the really? first time they got a microwave <laughs> to see what would happen and uh i recall the story tells me it exploded oh no can you cook a turkey in the microwave <laughs> you probably can i think they used to say that you could cook yeah. it it was the it was the air fryer of uh, the nuclear age. It was, yeah. It's like you can cook anything you can in cook it. Anything in there. Yeah. Toss your baby in there. My my grandpa put a, uh, a, a potato in. Yeah. A baked potato, mm-hmm. but apparently he pushed too many buttons. <laughs> and after a while, I was I was like, something is someone cooking something? It smells a little weird. Uh, and my grandma was like, well, I don't know. And then she like goes downstairs. She's like, ah. <laughs> She opens this potato had been in there for I don't even know how long. I swear they like they broke it apart and it like it, it was like a obsidian. It was just like clink oh. and it was like oh, all no. black inside. <laughs> Way overcooked. Oh man. It was it like um you know when the um the founders, the shapeshifters died on Deep Space Nine, they would like kinda like turn into ash, but then the ash would all kind of fall mm-hmm. away from yeah, itself. Yeah, definitely. Just like that. Horrible. Yeah, you put a little cheese on that, some uh, little Vita. Yeah, a cheese potato. Yeah, there you go. A cheese ashy uh, founder. Mm-hmm. Founder state potatoes. It's delicious. Um, so, yeah, we did that. Uh, we've been doing a Christmas movie watching thing. Did she throw it in the garbage can or did she throw it down the toilet to get rid of it? <laughs> we can't do it down the toilet. we break it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, sorry, you said... Uh, Something about movies. Uh, we've been watching like uh, a Christmas movie a night kind of a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So some movies we've seen, some movies we haven't seen, some we haven't seen in ages. Uh, so we started with uh, Spirited on Apple TV, the horse movie. No, no, with uh, Will, Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds. I just saw this movie. I I thought you were saying it's like Spirit. No. Like is that even a okay? So how'd you like it? I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what it, I was like. All right, whatever. It's a musical or something. And I was like, no, this is enjoyable. I'm having a good time. So it was very entertaining. Yeah, I, in, in I enjoyed it. So that the, was good. The songs didn't. The songs were good. Mm-hmm. The voices didn't sound bad. No, no. But like, you know, I was talking to my coworker about it. Uh, I was like, hey, do you like Will Ferrell? And she's mm-hmm. like, eh, I like Elf. And I was like, you probably would like this. Then it's, give yeah, it a it's try. Good. And she's like, oh, this is a family-friendly, blah, 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 because she has little, littler kids. Yeah. We talked about it for a minute, and I was like, but they have this great song uh, where they say good afternoon to people. Oh, yeah. And that's like a 1800s, like, go fuck you, basically. And yeah. she's like, wait, wait, so we can say good afternoon to all of our students? And I was like, we sure can. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> they might get it, too. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. 
so we watched that and then we watched uh my daughter was very interested in seeing eight bit Christmas. Okay. It's um Doogie Hauser, what's his name? Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. telling the story of him as a child in nineteen eighty seven wanting to get a Nintendo. Oh. Okay. And how his parents were like, No, they're the devil and they're gonna ruin your mind kind of a thing. And yeah. then this whole struggle of him trying to get a Nintendo. Um and so she liked that pretty well. And then we watched uh that movie Prancer? Never heard it's of it. It's from like 1989, 88, something oh, like that. Yeah. And it's this little girl and her mom's died and it's got what's his name? Sam. He's got the he's got the big bushy bushy mustache and you know, big eyebrows. He plays oh. that. He always plays a cowboy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's him but younger okay. as the dad. Uh-huh. And she finds a reindeer and she's like, Oh, it's Prancer, and Santa's gonna get it, and you know shenanigans ensue uh but that's from like the the late 80s and watching him like wow that was a different time look yeah that's cool look at that bus look at how they're acting <laughs> she just went into a stranger's house <laughs> and everyone was left fine with it yeah so she was like can i do any chores for you and the lady's like come on in it's like she's gonna eat you so these movies that and i've seen this on on the internet these movies that are like santa related um, where there is really a Santa Claus, mm-hmm. but the parents don't believe anymore. Yeah, they they're like, "There's Santa. no Santa Claus." Like, all yeah. that's like the premise of a lot of these movies. They're like, "Well, there's no Santa Claus," right? And it turns out there is a Santa Claus, yeah. right? Of course. It's, who who do the parents think were bringing these gifts to their kids? There, because the kids are usually like eight, right? In these well, movies, eight years of Santa bringing gifts to these kids. Who do they think was doing it? First of all, the internet has told me the dads have no idea what's being purchased. No clue. So. They're oblivious to it. Perpetuated by Tim Allen's co- brand of comedy. In, indeed, indeed. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, I mean, the dads are usually the most ardent. There's no Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But they don't know because they don't know the gifts, right? It's always a surprise when yeah. Christmas come around. And then in They all the movies, could be from Santa. Dad becomes Santa Claus. So That's true. You know. That was on our list for tomorrow. Oh, okay. So we're going to watch. My daughter's like, mm, I don't want to watch that one. I was like, shut up. You're going to watch it. We watched the Claymation Little Drummer Boy movie today. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no good? It's it's not as well done as the other Claymations. It's oh. definitely like a, a, a B-track side. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not great. It's So I hadn't seen it since probably I was my daughter's age. This is the one that's on like you can find them on the dollar DVDs. Probably, right? yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. In the bin at Walmart. And it's like okay. four four of them. Yeah. In the, uh, it, so like the whole premise is there's this drummer boy who's mad. Because these bandits literally killed his parents. Oh. So it goes around with his drum and the camel and the sheep and the donkey that he saved from their burning farm. And he hates all people because of what they did to his parents. And some guy, like, kidnaps him and is like, you're going to play the drum for us in our in our circus Because that's thing. what grown men kidnap kids for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, then they're, like, out in the desert and they come across three kings. This is crazy. You're going to play the drum for them. Then whatever. And then he's like, no, fuck you. I'm not playing the drum. They're like, fuck both of you. We got to go follow the star thing. And then they're like, oh, our camel broke. Do you have it? Can we buy your camel? And the drummer boy's like, man, he's like, no, it's my fucking camel. And he's like, shut up. And they sell his camel. <laughs> what the hell is myrrh anyway? Yeah. And so then he like follows them through the desert to, to Jesus. Ah, uh, naturally. And then he's like, my lamb got hit by a Roman in a chariot. Jesus, baby, fix it. 
So this this boy was from the Middle East, is what you're saying. Pum 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 pum. Or from Greece, perhaps? Or I mean, this is yeah, it's Turkey. The the Levant, as they call it. The what? The Levant. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jerusalem ish. Uh, during the Christmas season, they call it Israel mm, mm. in all the songs. That's true. They yeah. do do that. Uh, funny story with my daughter. Oh, we're sitting watching Home Alone was our movie for the last night. The younger one or the older one? The younger one. Okay. Uh, so we're watching Home Alone last night. Haven't seen that in many, many, mm, yeah. many years. Um, his uncle is such an asshole. He goes, look what you did, you little jerk. And I was like, oh, yeah. Ooh, no, you get punched in the face. You're not talking to my child like Wasn't that. Wasn't that Buzz's dad, though? Uh, no, Buzz is his brother. Oh, okay. This is Uncle Jeff or whatever. I don't know. What That's okay. <laughs> People call me dipshit all the time, so Uncle uh, Dipshit. <laughs> um, so we're watching that, and my daughter's sitting with me. My wife has fallen asleep in the chair. Um, we're just kind of chatting. She's like, Dad, we were in school, and our music teacher told us that Christians believe in Jesus. And... That's not right, because we don't believe in Jesus, and we're Christian. Mm. And I said, are mm. we? And she said, wait, what? <laughs> Mine blew, blown a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, who's, why, why do you think we're Christian? And she goes, well, we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, mm, lots of people celebrate Christmas. She's like, huh, okay. Just gears are turning. Yeah. She was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> because the the basic definition, when you were a kid, I remember this when I was a kid, basic definition of a Christian is, do you celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Because pretty That's much- That's the easiest way. You're Christian or you're not. And if you're not, you're, then you're Jewish or you're Muslim or you're Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> right? Those are, those, and even Muslim was off the table when we were kids. So, you know. Now, are you Jewish? Yeah, there was one Jewish say. kid and then Jehovah's Witnesses everywhere. Yeah. Because I so I remember when I was a kid getting Catholic and Christian mixed up. Mm. So I my students have this problem quite often. They'll yeah. say things. I was like, nope, that's Christian. Nope, mm. that's Christian too. Nope, those are all Christians. And Catholics are Christians. Yep. But that's the broader Christian, not the. Yeah, you got a Catholic. You got two sides. Yeah. And Catholics and actually you got three sides. The Orthodox over there too. Oh boy, they, too complicated. Hoop, and then they did. A hoop, and everyone was <laughs> like, "Fuck you! I celebrate this differently." Imagine if you could protest something and make so many changes by nailing a letter to the door these days. You know, just nail a letter to the door of Congress. Nah, it'd be a tweet. You're all fired. <laughs> Get out, you old fucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was your week? Oh, I forgot I had a week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going on and on. <laughs> it's okay. 19 it, minutes of a It's our podcast. Who the fuck? Your, who cares? I'm just saying my stories weren't great. They were fine. I did uh, I did a summary of the little drummer boy. Literally just having a conversation that That's we true. would have anyway. That's true. So we just record it and think you, other people will like it. You know, I don't really like the little drummer boy song at all. No, they told. You don't even like the Bing Crosby one? No, don't ba like it. Rum, bum, bum, bum. Not a fan. But I've now associated the song with an episode of The West Wing. So I like oh. it a little bit better. Oh, okay. They do a whole thing where uh, a veter- it's, it's their Christmas episode and yeah. a veteran dies. Oh. And one of the staff members had donated his coat to like a homeless shelter, mm-hmm. but it still had one of his cards in it. So when he dies from exposure because he's homeless, um, they call him because they found his card in his pocket. Oh. And so then he like feels bad about it and arranges a funeral at Arlington for him. And they have a whole like military funeral thing while they're playing the music. I was like, oh, okay. That's 
Uh, what did Martin Sheen have to do with the whole thing? He what yelled. He? he yelled at the the guy for doing it in his name. Oh, interesting. He arranged okay. the thing through the president's office. Yeah. He Martin Sheen was the president in the show because yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, it's a I wonderful show. I just know that he's in it. I just don't know. Season one is a little rough sometimes, but yeah. because they had this like. Uh, consultant in there named mandy who was like fine but it was just like shut up mandy and then she completely disappears after season one. Oh, <laughs> they're just like she's gone she's out of here get out of here <laughs> fuck you mandy it's like the um uh the little sister from family matters it is yes. just went upstairs and never came back yep. down yep she had something to do yeah or the the dog in the brady bunch I know I've, I've told every story on this show before because we've had so many hours. So I mean, it's only been, what, 220 episodes? The Brady Bunch. I was reading about or watching a special, whatever, about the mm-hmm. Brady Bunch. And a they, very Brady Christmas? The Yes. The dog, the original dog that I forget the dog's name, the trained one, uh, ran away. Uh-huh. They couldn't find him. He ran away. He didn't want to be part of that bunch? He did not. Mm. Too many people in that fucking house. Yeah. So they six kids had written like in. So the next episode, they had written in some things for the dog to do in the script and they didn't want to change it. So they just like got a dog that was untrained that um, looked like the same dog, Spike or Rex, whatever the fuck his name was. And apparently this dog was so bad they couldn't get it to just lay down. So in one of the scenes, he has to be in the doghouse. Uh, but he wouldn't stay there, so they took like a, a strap of fabric, and they nailed it down on either side of his neck, <laughs> so that he would stay laying down for the scene. Did that episode have the scene. no animals were harmed in the filming of this episode? <laughs> probably, well, yeah, probably. But you I don't know, know, it was the seventies. They didn't like stick a nail through his paws. Then this he would be, time, then he would be dog Jesus. <laughs> this time, rump up on <laughs> Uh, but apparently, I've never seen this episode since I heard this story. But apparently, you can see the dog struggling trying to get out of the. No. Yeah. What the fuck was up? I talking about? How your week was? Oh yeah. Oh, so my daughter and I, um, I decided to read the Indian in the cupboard with her. Oh, okay. Have I mentioned this on the show? Uh, I don't think okay. so. Okay, so the cupboard. Yes, uh, I call it the Native American in the medicine cabinet. Oh, okay. Because that's what it is. And um, it was written, so when I was a kid, I thought it was written in 1950. It was written in 1980. Oh. So it was much later than I thought. It's a a Gen X slash millennial. Yeah. There are... um, I'm saying the 80s. It's a completely different time. Completely different time. So there there was... So racism, Mm -hmm. obviously. Racism Mm -hmm. is everywhere, right? So they don't read this book to kids in school anymore because of the racism, I Mm -hmm. think. So I'm reading it to my daughter because I liked it because it was interesting, like the premise of like something coming alive in the yeah, cabinet or whatever. It's this big. And, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. And that just the writing was very good in it, I think. Um, and even there was even some like anti-racism in it where um, like because they were talking about scalping, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not a great stereotype to have about Native Americans. Um, but this this native american little bear in the story scalped people in because they they discerned that he was from the time of like the french indian war okay so um there was like he kept talking about scalping people and so um the the main character omri goes to the library and he gets a book about the iroquois which is the tribe that little bear comes from and um he reads about them and there's a whole page about how um 
the scalping was was not really related to the Native Americans. They didn't do it before, but they started doing it when the Europeans came over. Like the Europeans taught them the scalping or they picked it up from them or something. And so that's why they did it so much as like a sort of like a revenge thing for the French. Anyway, interesting anti-racism. But like four pages later, there's like his red skin glowed under the the, the light of the fire. Like, and my, my daughter goes, are, are there, is their skin really red? I'm like, no, no. That's just something that <laughs> white cartoons. people made up to make them seem as other because I was like, are black people's skin really black? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, no. So we looked up Iroquois. We looked up pictures of people online and stuff. And she's like, oh, okay. That's, that makes sense. I'm like, yeah. So the things that we're reading in the story, oh, especially when the cowboy comes in, oh my gosh, he's so racist against this Indian. And um, I say Indian because that's what they call him in the book. Um, it's it's bad, but I do like reading his voice because I take on this voice when I read the cowboy, <laughs> and I just like reading it. Anyway, so we're reading that, and that's fun. Um, she really likes it. I really get a, a lot of satisfaction around reading a book to her mm-hmm. and her reacting mm-hmm. to the story that I'm reading. She'll laugh or she'll go, Oh, or like, mm-hmm. we'll stop. And we'll just have a conversation about like, there's just one part uh, where Omri was really uh, tense. Cause he was taking the, the, his Indian to school mm. and uh, he f- kind of sort of felt it in his body sort of tensed up and his stomach was sort of in knots we talked about like have you ever felt that way and she's like oh yeah like when i go to the dentist or something i feel like my body whole body is tensed up like yeah we talk about emotions and stuff it's really cool it's very gratifying to read to a child Mm -hmm. so i usually say we'll read a chapter a night and then we end up reading two because i like it so much and she's up late but that's fine and uh yeah that's cool yeah and uh what else was that? Oh, so uh, Black Friday. So mm-hmm. I um, am a little anti-capitalist. Yeah, okay. So I don't spend my money on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. I still bought as much as I would have <laughs> if you I had waited until Tuesday and paid more. I waited until Wednesday. I, no, the Black Friday deals are like yeah, an a Amazon lot of times they do. Yeah. yeah, but there's there are issues uh, with Amazon where you can't really find things that weren't. That that you know are going to be good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look up uh, like a an LED light set, for example, you get like a hundred different options, mm-hmm. and they're all pretty similar, but they're all from like these Chinese companies that have like all caps as their name, and it's like I I don't I don't mind buying buying from Chinese companies, but like I want one that I know is going to be good and reliable, yeah. so I want to buy one from one company and stick to it but you can't ever find the same company again yeah it's very frustrating you said light sets uh like, like led christmas, lights like or christmas lights christmas or? lights oh, okay. or yeah i bought some christmas lights yeah. so we bought some christmas lights last year yeah and we do our decorating the saturday after thanksgiving oh yeah and so we went out to do them and you may have seen when you came in mm-hmm. only only one of our bushes out front has lights on it Oh, usually I didn't we go, notice. Usually we go the whole, like all those bushes in front of our house. Yeah. Because like eight sets were either dead or half dead. Really? And it was like After these are last brand, year? Yeah, brand new from last year. Oh. So we then went to Home Depot and got one of those tester thingies. A tester thingy? Yeah, to test and see where the problem is. Like oh, the are they LED lights or they incandescent? Are, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
So it's not really much you can do, right? No, there's a, they get they sell a thing for fixing and finding fuses and burnt out lights, etc. Interesting. Okay, can so. you replace a burnt out LED? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They, they all came with a little, like I've got a box from all the boxes that we bought and oh, put all the new yeah. or the replacement LEDs in. Yeah. So we'll see if we can get any of them fixed. Yeah, well, yeah, you haven't been out there yet. It's been chilly. Uh, so we should do them while we're like watching one of these movies, but uh, we just haven't. Oh, because you can do it inside. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Oh, because you didn't put them on the tree because nope. it didn't work. Oh, okay. yeah, plugged them in. We're like, oh, that didn't work. Fuck mm-hmm. that. So luckily we <laughs> we started to put them up the the pillars on the house. Yeah. And I was like, we should check and make sure these work first. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to string them up, you know, 20 feet in the air and then be like, oh, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. So those ones worked. Okay. I put up uh, Christmas lights on my roof this year. Oh. I've never done them on the roof. I've always just, well, that's, that's not the truth. I, uh, my old house in Georgia, mm-hmm. I put up, when I tried to put up the Christmas lights, the, the way the peak of the garage went at the peak, there the power lines came in right in the middle of where Ooh, that mm-hmm. peak is. So I'd have to get either get up on the roof, which was really steep and very terrifying, and like put them up that way, or do a ladder and then put them up and then somehow toss the rest of the lights over the power line. So I didn't get electrocuted and hope they don't hit the power line. I had to have. Uh, uh, my ex there to catch them so I didn't hit the power line and then take the ladder down really be careful and putting it under the thing and putting it it's just awful and terrifying so my house my current house does not have that the roof is very um, what's the opposite of steep shallow shallow sure um, gradual gradual yeah that, that's a good word for it and I finally got the big the C9 lights oh yeah I, the big ones yeah and I got these uh, that's what we LED. got in the big we have a big I don't know what they call that cedary kind of tree oh yeah yeah it's like the whole size of the house c9s they look classic to me yeah i like ones. them i like the big ones yeah so i got these clips that mm-hmm. go under the shingles and you clip the c9s mm-hmm. to it and they're all the same length apart and they all are facing the same direction it looks so good i'm nice. so happy with how it looks nice it's very good because i've i tried that before and it, for some reason it just didn't work out i didn't know how to use them or whatever also um there was some you know argument over whether we should use c9s or smaller lights hmm. and uh i always got overridden for the now, smaller now lights. you got the big ones now i got the big ones because it's my fucking house i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want so we have big ones on the big tree and then like smaller ones on the bushes it, yeah your house yeah. looks great yeah yeah uh so yeah that was me and uh if you your house looks great you mm-hmm. can send comments and suggestions via email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Uh, or you can send us pictures on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Yeah, we'd love to see your decorated house. Yeah. Or if you got your Spotify year-end thing today or yesterday. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you're listening to. And we, we showed up on your most listened to podcast. Let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, our podcast was number three on my most listened to. Oh. <laughs> right after mm-hmm. This American Life and Fresh Air. Okay. I don't use Spotify, so I don't get any of that oh that's a shame yeah i guess apple music does something similar yeah i don't use that either oh well there you go you use what do you use cds uh i listen to the radio oh Oh, xm radio or something right uh well in my wife's car she has xm in my car i just listen to the radio just the radio yeah 90.9 w rcj classical days and jazzy nights oh and then sometimes npr yeah and then you know if you're feeling spicy npr <laughs> like, oh, what's going on? I, I lack some shmi sing, so. Ah, uh, mm. 
fax machine is great. Um, though we were, I also like Duwahili's like kowtow. Mm. She's great. Oh, and uh, who is the who is the one that always does the reporting like uh, in Africa, like kind of along the Congo River? Um, I love her voice too. So relaxing to me. I forget. Anyway, she's great. I did. Uh, I was listening to something like radio, and I was like, "This sounds like uh, Panic at the Disco." Oh yeah, I've never heard this song before though. And I like did the info button. I was like, "Oh, it is." Yeah. Oh, they had a new album come out in August. No idea. They just toured uh, recently. They were doing a big tour, and yeah. I guess it's his, funny his we voice say voice wasn't great on the tour. We say they, but pretty much it's only Brandon Urie now. Oh yeah, like the whole rest of the band quit, so it's just oh. him. But he still calls it Panic at the Disco because oh, okay. they built it up. Um, so I went back and I, I looked up the album and listened to it on the the internet. Uh, it's it pretty. Great? It's actually he does a lot of like pulling different sounds from like the 60s, 70s, 80s into some of it. So like you can hear and you're like, ooh, that sounds a little Queen-like. And this one sounds a little like the way that the guitar sounds, sounds like that 70s guitar sound, not the modern. And so I like that part. Like my wife and I just sat, like we were driving somewhere, uh, listening to it and discussing, oh yeah, that sounds like that. No, that sounds like that. And then I started like reading up on it. I was like, oh, it is. That's supposed to sound like the Beatles. And that's supposed to sound like uh, Queen. That's cool. He did it on purpose. Yeah. So he did it right. Yeah. He did a good job. That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. Did I hear some like uh, dirt bikes or something upstairs? What was that? Uh, it sounded like uh, someone was taking maybe some uh, some luggage, rolling oh. it around upstairs. Maybe okay. or we'll go upstairs and they're moving out. I don't know. <laughs> Can't take this go podcast up, anymore. Go up. There's there's nothing left upstairs. They moved everything out in a couple hours. Maybe it's the here. Grinch is stealing all the stuff. Yeah, even, even the roast beast. Wow, motherfucker. He is a mean one, mm-hmm. Mr. Grinch. All right. <clears throat> anyway. Well, I have some updates. Hooray. Or sort of updates. In episode Update. S- 67, You Will Surely Barf. Oh, shit. From November 8th, 2019. Oh. We did a story about a man in Germany who had his right to carry firearms suspended because his dog shot him. <laughs> yeah. His dog stepped on a rifle and shot him. Oh. Well, a 32-year-old man in Turkey was shot and killed by his dog oh. after he stepped on the trigger of his shotgun. Oh, no. Man's best friend, no. <laughs> no. So, Oscar Gevrikogla, Koglu, mm, sure. sorry, that was a you, no, no, uh, was killed while putting his dog in the car. He had taken to the, he was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead. Did the dog call 911 too? <laughs> I, I don't do think you... it's 911 in Turkey. Oh, yeah. He, he called, <laughs> uh, Sadly, they <laughs> also at the very end, he's like, uh, he had also just become a father ten days earlier, and I was like, "Oh, the dog or the person? The, the dad?" Oh, that's oh. A shame. I was like, "Oh man, are they going to keep the dog around?" You think? I don't think I'd want that dog unless <laughs> they hate the dad. Maybe he was an <laughs> asshole. I don't know. I mean, he's out hunting ten days after his child was born. Just name the kid Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you kill my father. He's going to chase that dog down forever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in in episode fifty three, mm. it's fucking cumin from August second, twenty nineteen. Wow! Oh, because people were talking about cumin instead of cumin, right? <laughs> uh, no, I think we were talking about the spice cumin. Oh, okay. And we're like, and I think I said something like, "It's fucking cumin." <laughs> So you thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about a woman on a flight to Turkey who was oh. so disruptive they scrambled RAF jet fighters, and she tried to open the door to the airplane. Okay. Um, well, a woman on a flight from Houston to Columbus had to make uh, the plane had to make an emergency landing in Little Rock because Jesus told her to open the plane door. Oh, 
He was like, hey, open the plane door. <laughs> Let me in. I can't do it. My hands hurt. <laughs> this time of year, you know. Gotta, ouch. <laughs> do you have any Neosporin? <laughs> uh, while she was being restrained by staff, uh, flight attendants, and a passenger was also helping, uh, the, the woman bit the passenger in the, the thigh. Oh. Well, she may have been a little unhinged. Uh, A little bit. Which is what she was trying to do to the door as well. She was. She was. So how did you remember that when you saw these stories, which stories they came from? Uh, So you said. so long ago. So you said, didn't we do these stories on a dog shooting someone and someone opening a door? And then I searched our archive for those things and found these episodes. Maybe there's another episode. But these two episodes came up when I was doing my search. So I say that tongue in cheek, so to speak. I don't know how I remember that we do these because I don't remember specific things that we talked about last week on the uh-huh. show. I'm like, did we talk about that? I don't know. Did we talk about that? But I see a story. I'm like, did we do a story about a dog opening in a plane door? Mm-hmm. I mean, a dog, <laughs> a dog shooting a flight attendant? No, no, no a dog. But I just, I just, I get this feeling that I've seen it before. Yeah, it's like, wait, I feel like I've seen this before. Because you do the searching for the stories, so that's probably why you're just like, hey, I feel like I've done this one. Yeah, and you're so then I do the research and check and see. You're note taking. It's not the searching. It's the note taking that you've done every episode that you can, you can search for. Yeah. So, um, and sometimes I'll check like if there's some sort of fact. There's been a few where I'm like, I know we did this. Yeah. And I cannot find it. But. Yeah, but maybe we just talked about it because if you can't find it, I really don't think we did it because we have every episode on. We do, but maybe I'm not doing the right search terms also oh, for the yeah. notes. But like some of them, like I know we did the story and like I'll use their name and it comes up with nothing. Yeah, so, it's I, weird when you do the um, the um, search for like a plane crash or whatever. Carvana ads come up now. You search for it. So it's weird. Bizarre. Uh, so yeah, those are the updates from Ooh. way back in 2019. Wow, we're coming up on 2023. I'm glad here, I so. did that little but up, but up thing. Cause I used yes. to do that in 2019. You did, you yeah. did. Uh, back when we were still in year one or year two. Yeah, you remember that movie Year One? Was that uh, was that the one with uh, I don't know the stoner guys? Yes, it was Michael Sarah or whatever. Matt Cena? No, no, Matt Cena. Matt Cena. <laughs> Michael Cena. Michael Cena. <laughs> Matt Sierra. I don't know. Uh, it had uh, Jack Black, Michael mm-hmm. Sarah. Michael Sarah. There you go. Uh, Harold Ramis, David Cross. It was terrible. I had such high hopes for this Jack Black, Michael Sarah movie about a topic that I think is really funny anyway. Awful. Don't watch it's it. It's always disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what streaming service it's on. Oh, hopefully none. Well, you'd hope so. Oh, it's on Hulu. No. Well. <laughs> I haven't been recommended it. Ever. I wonder why. <laughs> they don't think you'll like it? Yeah, probably because my sister is loading the watch history with all kinds of murder documentaries. Oh, man. Murder it, she wrote? Yeah. No, documentaries. No. It's not a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> I think Eric might think it is. <laughs> Angela Lansbury is really out there solving crimes. She is. Mm. Was? Was. She's dead, yes. Oh, okay. She yes, died yeah. uh, a few months ago. Yeah, after the Queen? Uh, yes, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Shortly after the Queen? Or maybe shortly before the Queen. Is she, that gonna she's be... Queen adjacent. Wait, is that going to be our historic... No, is that after the Queen of England died or before? Queen Elizabeth died? Is that... Like, you know, when the iPhone mm-hmm. was, came out? Yeah. 2007? 
this pre 9-11 pre pre 9-11 it's okay so it's post covid the first year of covid but pre queen dying like oh yeah i remember those times we were still yeah. inside or whatever like the bread year of covid the bread year yeah was, oh the bread year where everyone yeah. was baking bread yeah. yeah so we had the bread year of covid that was the best part of covid i think the worst part was <laughs> the makeshift bullshit that people used to wear to the grocery store well, now they don't wear anything. I'll no. take that makeshift stuff back. That didn't work. <laughs> people, at least people it was amusing. Those painting masks that had the two big things on the front that looked like a like a, a hazmat ventilator. Mm-hmm. I feel like those would actually work, though. I think those would work, yeah. but they look ridiculous and those terrifying. are like ventilators. They're like N95 quality, yeah. right? And then you got people with like a, what do they call the uh, balance the gala. The what? The way you're the way you're gesturing, I, I assume it was just some pantyhose. The balaclava. Oh, the balaclava? Yeah, the whole thing with just the eyes showing. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking I get the Balenciosis. I couldn't get that uh from the Lizzo song out of my head. They just went and got uh, some of those uh leg pantyhose that were in the egg. I think some people were putting pantyhose over their head right too. Over. I'm pretty sure they were. I think they were trying to rob the place. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Well, they were trying to rob them and steal all the bread because that's all that was left. Yeah, send in a police drone to shoot them. Are we gonna do a show or something? Or yeah, I just did a great transition. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I never know. I'm so clueless. Police in San Francisco uh, will have the ability to deploy potentially lethal remote-controlled robots in emergency situations after supervisors granted permission Tuesday in a board vote. Potentially lethal. Potentially lethal. And I think I would, as long as the police didn't write the software, I think I'd trust them to make a judgment more than the police. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the, the robot is being controlled by the police. Oh, I thought they were self-driving robots no, no, or something. No, no. Oh, well, that, I don't like that at all. No, it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's the Tesla police department. City Supervisor Raphael Mandelman said SFPD will have access to seven robots designed to neutralize, dispose of bombs, and prepare video reconnaissance for operators. Okay. None of the robots will have firearms attached. Oh, good. But Mandelman said they could be asked to carry out deadly force in extreme situations. Okay. Are you going to, like, tie knives to them? (laughs) I'm trying to think of the, it's like how they uh, would tie a knife, they have two Roombas, and put mm-hmm. a knife on one end and a balloon on the back, and whichever one mm-hmm. pop the balloon first yeah. wins. And we'll have that slice all, so they're robots. assuming that all the criminals are Achilles. Just, <laughs> slice them right at the heel. Because yep. you can't he's do down. He's out. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine end. a scenario where there were no hostages, but somebody is like holding up inside a place and like threatening to do something like bomb or whatever where they would just go in and explode something and because if if he tries to shoot or just you know dismantle the robot it just keeps rolling i assume right i would assume unless he can like reprogram it real quick and send it back their way oh yeah it's in kill mode makes me think of uh have you seen big hero six yes i have uh when at the very beginning when he's doing the robot fights Mm -hmm. and he has the happy face yeah and he like cons the guy into a second one and he pushes the button it turns to the angry face (laughs) That's what scary. I think these are going to do. Scary. Yeah. It's like a happy robot, and then it's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So I guess I could think of a scenario where this would be okay. Yeah. If you think of the police as, uh, you know, a military-type force. 
I mean, they they have tanks. They do. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> Under this policy, SFPD is authorized to use these robots to carry out deadly force in extremely limited situations when risk to loss of life to members of the public or officers is imminent and outweighs any other force options available, he wrote on Twitter. All right. <laughs> okay, I, I guess. Mandelman said he supports the policy, saying there are reasonable restrictions. On the use of robots, other supervisors agree, with four voting no. Do you think they're going to give the robot control to those four voting no? I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> well, police oversight groups urged the 11 board members to reject the idea, saying it would lead to further militarization of police already too aggressive with poor and minority cons- uh, communities. Yeah. Look, we can just send in a, uh, you know drone with a grenade take him out send in the drones i uh i don't believe um that taking the police farther away like one extra step away from the people that they're policing is a good idea you know take them one step out even even less humanized they're dehumanized people anyway but less humanizing for them that's not a good thing the department could deploy robots with explosive charges to contact incapacitate or disorient well that was weird (laughs) buy a mac it just works (laughs) anyway uh it doesn't matter what i said so to be fair it's not the most recent mac it does have a, a small dent in it and i think that's the problem it's Got a crack screen. up here. Yeah. It's also like a decade old. Uh, yeah, I feel you, Mac. I Sometimes I just stop working and do dumb shit, too. <laughs> we say as if Android, not Android, Microsoft computers don't do shit like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they crash a lot, too. I don't know. Computers just crash. This didn't even crash. It just did weird stuff. Yeah. Was when like, I, was, <laughs> I was yelling into the microphone. It was like, stop yelling at me. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you know. I don't know. Don't kill people with robots, I guess. Yeah. Or do. Don't ask me. I don't. I don't think we should do that. No? No. We should all, like, be... What if it can sneak in in a way that people couldn't sneak in? I don't know. I just think we should be He's got hostages, and he can save the hostages. And, you know, just be at peace with each other and, you know, the oneness of the the universe. Mm-hmm fucking hippies are you trying to transition while i'm transitioning as well no I'm not. you weren't you were no. saying stuff and i was transitioning okay. that's fine speaking of buddhist indeed a buddhist temple mm-hmm. in central thailand ah. has been left without monks oh no after all of its holy men failed drug tests oh i didn't know you had a drug test to be a monk i, I didn't either <laughs> apparently it's a requirement in thailand <laughs> and they were defrocked oh man now they're naked they're and, and high High and eight. Well, I mean, they're on meth, so likely they already were defrocked. Literally, yes. <laughs> Four monks, including an abbot at a temple in I'm not. I don't even know. Fetchabun. 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 Uh, province Bung Sam Phan District tested positive for meth. Wow. How do monks even get methamphetamine? Well, apparently, it's very easy to get in Thailand. Oh, really? 
You just buy it from somebody? Yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the street. Uh, uh, we were watching Enola Holmes yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a good movie. I liked it. I, I didn't really like how she kept looking at the camera at first. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, oh, like we're part of it. It's kind of a thing that she does, and I was okay with it. Anyway, um, she uses all these like chemicals and stuff to do stuff or whatever, like uh, gunpowder and shit. And like I'm just, oh, you could just buy those. They, there was no regulation. You could just buy drugs and whatever you wanted if you had if you had the coin, mm-hmm. you could buy whatever you want. Because there were no regulations, and that's not a good thing. It, libertarians tell me otherwise. Well, they're dumbasses. <laughs> uh, the monks have been sent to a health clinic to undergo drug rehabilitation. Uh, mm-hmm. Official Boonlert Thinteptai th- thin said. Whenever we can't pronounce a name, or I, it feels disrespectful. Like we should like do a little research beforehand. And How? I don't know. I don't know. Do you know any Thai people? I don't. I can't. And well, I apologize to the Thai people. If someone wants to write us and let us know, I'm happy to correct. Yes. So there you go. Yes, I just don't want to be disrespectful. I am pronouncing it the best. It, thin tap Thai. Yes. Right. That's the letters that have been put on the screen. The temple is now empty of monks, and nearby villagers are concerned they cannot do any merit-making, he said. Merit-making, by the way, involves worshippers donating food to monks as a good deed. Can you also donate methamphetamine? (laughs) As a good deed? As a good deed, perhaps. If they eat it, maybe. Well, Boonler said most more monks will be sent to the temple to allow villagers to practice their religious obligations. So, uh, monks take care of temples i think right don't they like keep it clean so. and you know maintain everything and kind of like monasteries they yeah keep it tidy and yeah Monk, take care of the church buddhist monks are they're not all silent i don't know a ton about the buddhist monks yeah i don't honest, think they're no i don't think they're, they're not silent no, but no. they are they the bald ones with the robes you think uh depends on which branch of buddhism but yeah okay. like the orange and yellow thought you almost said which brand of buddhism no. okay so that's cool mm-hmm. but they have to have more monks there to take care of the place right you would think because do they if there are no monks do they lock the doors or just leave them open uh, i mean they're taking a vow of poverty so it's not like there's lots of fancy things in there right that's true i just uh hope they don't hear any weird noises in the middle of the night <laughs> you have to count a lot of grains of sand yeah yeah it's true if, you, if you're wondering what that means, go back a few episodes to the end of one episode. <laughs> Three episodes, I think? Yeah. Uh, but don't, because it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, Thailand is a major transit country for meth flooding in from Myanmar, according to the United Nations Office of Drug and Crime, or UNODC. UNODC. Myanmar? You mean Burma? Yes. It's Myanmar now. It is. Myanmar? It's parentheses burma yeah i don't think they're sure i i know thailand isn't siam anymore so oh okay so no more siamese uh cats cats or twins or whatever Mm. they're thailandese twins if you please so on the street meth pills called yaba so they did eat it (laughs) (laughs) they sell for less than 20 bots around 50 cents it's pretty cheap for meth, I think. That's, I think that's very cheap for meth. It seems like if it was that cheap, it would be really cool, <laughs> you know, to use. Like, wouldn't it be nice to just get high on meth and just chill? 
Well, the monks did. Yeah. Uh, uh, meth in particularly Yaba can be easily found in every corner of Thailand. Supply is up everywhere, and at this point, a tablet is cheaper than a beer. Wow. Uno DC's Jeremy Douglas said. Okay. Well, um, if they do take a vow of silence, hopefully they're when they're picking their scabs on their faces. That does not too loud. <laughs> Authorities across Southeast Asia and around the globe have made record meth seizures in recent months. Well, yeah, if they're selling it for 50 cents on the street, you just go take their pills from them. Seems like the supply and demand must be uh, over on the supply side. Oh, man, yeah. it's fucking Reagan. That's what it is. Oh, Reaganomics. Supply side economics. Trickle down methamphetamines. <sighs> I think uh, your face trickles down as it melts after you've taken some. Oh, meth. yeah, you're right. Trickle down meth. <laughs> And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. Back in the USSR, that was a big song on the White Album. Oh, was it? As well as the uh, Oblada, Oblada. I don't think there were sitars in either of those. No? Well, that's a real shame. So we picked that one because we did. <laughs> we we're saying which album came after the Beatles going to India, and that's what it said. Yeah. But. All right. Well, Jason. Yes? Uh, when people refer to woke propaganda to be taught to children, what kind of lessons are they being taught? Not to be assholes. It, it's all, it's Sesame Street. Yeah. It's literally Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers. Be kind to people. Be kind to everyone, no matter what where they're from or whatever the woke blah, blah, blah. <sighs> jesus christ all right yeah hey jeff yes why does my husband say he likes me chubby when i bring up dieting uh because i think he likes you chubby i don't really know i, I think he's he, so there are two there are two options here mm -hmm. one of them is he actually does like it when you're chubby mm -hmm. that's the best word to say that's the word she used. Well, so, yeah. yeah. So if he's the word she used it, yeah. I'm tired of being chubby. I want to go on a diet and lose some weight. He And he says, I like it chubby. So either he likes you the way that you are, mm -hmm. or he's okay with you being looking however you are. Mm, and I think there's a third option, too. Yeah? He's worried that you will become too good for him. Oh, interesting. Well, they when they got... So I read this before oh, when you? they got married, she was thin. Mm -hmm. And so she wants to get back down to her wedding dress size. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, I just like, I like you chubby. Is it also possible? Fourth option. Fourth option. Oh, boy. He has also gained weight. And if she slims down, he will feel like the fat slob. And so he wants her to be like him. I think I think he, he just wants to have sex with his wife. Probably. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be true in any weight situation agree <laughs> but i've heard of Hopefully. people i've heard uh read about people like i've been dating this girl for two years now and she's gained like 50 pounds and i don't find her attractive anymore what do i do like well first of all you're an ass second of all if you don't like her then don't string her along anymore well it sounds like it's not that he doesn't like her he's just not attracted to her in a sexual way anymore there's many people I know who I like as a human being, but I don't want to fuck them. Right. But if that's your girlfriend, then I'm you not saying it's not a problem, her. but he's saying help. Yeah. I want to continue because I like this person. Yeah. But she doesn't turn me on anymore. I, I do not think it's okay to ask for ask your partner to lose weight. Well, I didn't say it was okay to ask. I, 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 yeah. 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 That's a completely different situation. Right. 
Anyway, Jason, why is uh-huh. chicken so heavily used in fast food, but not turkey? Uh, no one gobbles up turkey. <laughs> Jeff. Yes. What food do people mistakenly consider healthy? Uh, probably turkey. <laughs> Jason, why do drug advertisements exist? Shouldn't doctors be deciding when it gets prescribed to their patients and not the other way around? Because they want to make money. It's a business. Yeah. It's for profit. Hooray, capitalism. Yay. Jeff, my boyfriend is angry at me because I said I was in support of a cure for autism, and now I feel terrible. I just don't understand why people giving people the option to be cured is so bad. Uh, I should have read that one first because I I didn't even want to deal with this one. There's a lot going on there. There's so much going on there. I, oof. Okay. Pass. All right. (laughs) Jason. Oh, wait. Ask the next one. Uh, Jeff, yes. what's stopping any cashier or drive through worker from just recording your credit card details and using it online? Autism. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Oh, this will be good. I'm terminal. Orphan. No family worth considering. Want to leave my home to a friend. Can I add my friend to the title now so there's no probate bullshit? Do they have to know slash be involved ahead of time? I want it to be a surprise. Colorado, USA. I feel like to add them, it's not going to be a surprise because I feel like they have to sign some paperwork, right? You would have to sign, I yeah. think. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's going to be the situation. Is there something like you could leave it, you could leave it to them in your will, but yeah. then they have to pay taxes on it. So it's kind of like giving them a tax burden. Yeah. Uh, I think the taxes only count if it's like above a certain amount. Oh, okay. Well, it's a house, though. Yeah, but I, but it's I think a high amount. Does this person know that they're dying? Like, does their their friend know that they're dying? I that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, okay. I feel um, like yeah, just leave it in the maybe you should just tell them. Be like, look, just tell them. Yeah, I I've got nothing. I or wanna... uh, like that one episode of um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Uncle Phil had to sign like a note from school for uh, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, he just got him to sign like a field trip permission slip and then just slid it up. Mm-hmm. And he signed that too, and just do that to him. That could be. Uh, I think you probably could also put it in a trust, and then have them in charge of the trust. Oh yeah, and you could do it that way. Oh okay, that's oh, what rich yeah. that's what rich people do. I think. Oh good, yeah, we like rich people. Jeff, is this comment racist? Probably, if you have to ask. Jason, what's actually the cause of labor shortages? How do I respond to the very annoying and trite answer my FIL gives that nobody wants to work anymore? This generation is lazy and getting handed money by the government. Just tell him to shut the fuck up. You don't have to fight with him, and it doesn't matter. It's like that old saying, never wrestle with a pig. You get dirty, and the pig enjoys it. (laughs) Uh, So I think you, in my opinion, you could ask them, uh, would you flip burgers for $300 an hour? And most people would say, shit, yeah, I'd do that for $300 an hour. Yeah. So it sounds like there's not... It's not that people don't want to work. It's just that they want to be compensated um, fairly for their work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think there's a currently a labor shortage the same way that we were talking about previously either. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. I mean, the it's, unemployment rate is very low. It's very low. And I, I feel like um, at restaurants and retail, I feel like it's getting better. Yeah. Like there are more people because now they're high. They're, they're starting people at 14 an hour instead of trying to cling to that. Seven, 725 yeah. or 9 or whatever. Yeah. So they're finally raising their wages because well, they also, finally realize you can't. And there's also better people. vaccines so people aren't like, I don't really want to risk my life for $9 an hour. That's true. Like, They'll risk it for 14 though. Yeah. 
with a with a vaccine. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, why is America referred to the West and not the East? Um, cowboys, Jason. Why are women stereotypically considered worse drivers when the statistics say men have more crashes? Men write the statistics. Jeff, <laughs> how to order a beer? Una cerveza, por favor. Hmm. It's not like if anyone doesn't know how to order a beer. I so one time when I was nineteen, I went to Canada with my friend Adam. And uh, we were going to drink alcohol because you could do that in Canada at 19. So I wanted to order a beer. I had never had beer before. Um, so except for when I was like, I don't know, eight, my dad let me try a sip of one of his and it was horrible. So I just ordered a Heineken because that's the only beer I knew about. I ordered one. It came horrible, disgusting, terrible. Um, and then Adam uh, said, um, can I please have a Coke with some rum in it? Which is not the correct way to order a drink, but that's okay. We both got our drinks and it was fine. But, uh, so the, the lady at the bar was like, uh, you don't, you don't like, I was like, I don't really like, that's the first time I've drank. I don't really like beer, I guess. And she goes, Oh, do you like fizzy drinks? And I was like, yeah. And then she brought me like, a. Azima or something. I don't know. Back in the back. What was this? Nineteen ninety four. I was. Not... Was Dennis Miller playing on the? Uh... It must have been two thousand two. I think. Anyway, had a good time. Right. Um, just don't order a beer. Canada. Order a specific beer. But if you're gonna do it, not Heineken. It's gross. I would like a Budweiser. Yeah, Bud Light or something. Yeah. Uh, Jason, or mm-hmm. just say, hey, what do you have on tap? And they'll be like, oh, we got blah, 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 blah. Do you Well, like you're that? in Canada, so you should have gotten like a Labatt or something. Yeah, get right? a Labatt. That's Canadian, yeah. right? Yeah, a Molson. Uh, a, a maple syrup rum. <laughs> Jason, I weigh 99 pounds in my dreams. Tonight I ate a pound of wings. Well, actually two. Am I currently 1% chicken wings? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all. I was not expecting that. First of all, you would be 2%. Actually, you'd be like 1.98% chicken wings since you said you weigh two pounds. Yeah. But Second I think of all. if you weigh the wings, that includes the bones. So maybe it's just like. Maybe they're boneless. Could be. It doesn't say. Regardless, the chicken wings are not in you. You are a donut with a hole connecting from your mouth to your butthole. Oh. Anything in that donut hole is not in you. It's not part of you. No. Oh. But everything else is technically on the outside of you that's on the inside of you. Mm. So, but as the chicken wings are absorbed into your bloodstream Mm. and digested, would you not then be like at least like, let's say 0.75%? How much of that chicken wing is getting digested and how much is. Yeah, because it's not chicken wing anymore. Now it's been broken down into like fats and proteins. Technically, we're all made of a little chicken wing. If we've ever eaten chicken wings before. No, because it's not in you, remember? <laughs> no, but they got absorbed by us. No, the proteins did. <laughs> if that's the case, you're 100% chicken wing. Uh, so your cats are made of water, cat food, and air. That's what they're made of. No, they're made of cat flesh. <laughs> <laughs> but they're made from cat food and water and air. No, I don't think that's what happens. I think when a mommy cat and daddy cat uh, fuck, they they make baby cats. I think I I see where you're going with this because by the transitive property, you could say that uh, chickens are made of chicken feed. So if you eat a chicken wing, you're only eating chicken feed. That's true. What's yeah, the chicken so, feed made out of? Uh, 
corn, right? Great dirt, dirt and water. You're so made of dirt. We're all made of dirt. It's all just dirt atoms and, and Adam's molecules. rib. Yeah. Oh, good. Jason, um, is there a single natural food source that if you only ate said food source, you wouldn't get sick or die early because it's lacking an important nutrient? No. Jeff, what is the deal with people calling women females lately? Lately? They've been doing that since at least the 90s. Yeah. It's the Ferengi. We mentioned <laughs> females. We mentioned Will Smith earlier. He was calling women females in the show. So, yeah, not lately. It's It's just dumb. Have you uh, seen the Batman? The Batman? Yeah, I have. You you saw it? Yeah. Wow. Why? Yeah. It's just so dark. It was a very dark film. I watched it on an airplane, so it was even worse. Oh, yikes! You can't watch it. Like, I, I listened to it or it was, with any lights on. Yeah, the guy across from us had his window up, so light was shining right there. I did watch also um, Guillermo del Toro's like cabinet of curiosities or something mm. and that was also very dark i didn't like the show like the episode that i watched anyway mm-hmm. um but it was it was just i couldn't see anything that was happening yeah. it was terrible we watched the uh the wednesday series oh yeah Netflix, how was that episode one was all right how do you guys watch so much stuff uh, we don't do anything else but 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 I don't do shit either. I don't have time to watch this stuff. But you guys do shit and like cook every day and your house is clean and you you and you'd still have time for all these shows. I don't understand. My house isn't clean and I don't cook every day and I still don't have time for this shit. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what happens to my time. Video games and naps, I think. Uh, we didn't play video games. Okay. Well, or take naps. That's that's naps that yeah. you're giving me the problem. Okay. But it seems like you'd be awake at some other point in time, though. Yeah, like at night. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of bats. Hmm. So, what the fuck? There we go. Some bats use the same vocal structures as death metal singers to make their unique vocalizations a nudist, new study has found. A nudist study? <laughs> yes. They were all naked with bats. Because hmm. bats are naturally naked. They are. Yes. Of course. So, um... Researchers at the University of Southern Denmark investigated the noise-making techniques of Daubenton's bat, a small species of the winged animal, a mammal, found across Europe and Asia. The study published Tuesday in the journal PLOS Biology. <laughs> Fo- Why did I say Asia? <laughs> you were doing a voice. I'm always doing a voice. You were Lakshmi singing it. Or <laughs> Lakshmi singing it. That's what it was. Lakshmi singing in the rain. Mm. I was doing more of a Robert Siegel. Oh. Robert's Kegels. Mm. Uh, the journal PLOS Biology focused on the different structures of the larynx, also known as the voice box, that bats use to expand their vocal range. Yes. I love the song. Was that one by Whitney Houston Bat? Uh, yes. Um, that was before the bathtub. So bath, bats use echolocation and... Uh, that use echolocation to have a seven octave vocal range to match oh. their sound needs. Like Bat Whitney Houston. Much like Whitney Houston did, yeah. By comparison, most mammals, including humans, not including Whitney Houston, uh, have a vocal range of three to four octaves. Oh. You, most humans have a three to four octave range. Not of singing, but like of talking, maybe. They're talking mm-hmm. about it. That's like four, right? Yeah. That's four ish. 
if you say so. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're not Mariah Carey. What scale was that? It was uh, uh, kilometers. The Jasonian scale. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Dobbotten's bat scale. Oh. <laughs> Um, the research team extracted the larynx from five bats who had been euthanized. Oh. How'd they get it out if they made them younger? <laughs> and filmed the organs while applying <laughs> airflow to mimic natural breathing to observe the vocal membranes and folds. Oh. They got them right in the folds. Wee, 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 Said Cohen Elamans, the lead study author and a professor of biology. I'm so sorry. What does that translate to in uh, English? <laughs> it says, We identified for the first time what physical structures within the larynx oscillate to make their different vocalizations. Oh. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Studies revealed that these folds are crucial to the few unique forms of vocalization, like the distinctive growling. Death metal singers use, or the throat singing from vocalists in Mongolia and Siberia. You know, I love a good uh, a good throat singing. Yeah, me too. From Mongolia. Right, well, have you have you ever heard of the throat singers in no. Mongolia? It's crazy. They like do two voices at once. So my cat does a throat throat singing kind of. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh. That reminds me. That's another thing I was going to talk about my week just today. So I make these like, have you, have you ever seen like, um, you go to a restaurant and they have like a, it's hard to describe. It's a bowl, but it's a salad bowl. It's like okay. a salad. And they always put like a rice or something with it and chicken and, you know, vegetables and stuff. And uh, Like when you go to, to the Mexican place and they bring you the, the little platey bowl with all the salad in the. That's just a guacamole salad. Well, no, no, no. It doesn't have guacamole on it. Oh, okay. It's like lettuce and some rice and some yeah. fried beans. and Exactly, some, yeah. yeah. So like uh, and... sweet green is an example. And mm-hmm. like you pretty much get bowls anywhere now. Like even uh, Olga's has bowls. They're called bolgas. It's dumb. Anyway, <laughs> so I buy these little packages of like brown rice and quinoa um, and, you know, different brown rice and different grains or whatever. And I buy them, and they're very good. They're like two dollars a piece, and so you I think heat you've them seen up. this in the store, yeah. Yeah, heat them up in the microwave, ninety seconds or sometimes sixty seconds. Fantastic. Are you doing a transition right now? Nope. I'm just talking. So uh, we haven't read the last thing yet. So um, you get the salad in the bowl, and then you cut up your vegetables or whatever, and you put those in there, and then the the thing's heating up, and so you put the hot thing on top of the salad. So I did that today, and did some, you know, there was some uh, feta cheese on there, and some olives and stuff. And it smelled like a little sour. Mm. And I was like, oh, maybe that's just the feta cheese because I hadn't. It's like a different kind of feta cheese than I used normally. And uh, I was this should be fine. I go in and I'm eating the salad. Tastes a little uh, whatever. And then I take a bite of the rice and I put, oh, I'm going to, hold on. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I take a bite of the rice, and it is this hot, mushy glob of something, and it tastes horrible. It tastes like uh, it tastes like mildew and sour, gross things. And I didn't. I don't know why. 
and in a panic, I swallowed it. No. Like, I didn't know what to do because I, I didn't. I was like, I don't. If I spit it out, where do I spit it? So I just swallowed it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it was so fucking gross. I was like nauseous and like almost throwing up for hours after I did this. It was terrible. <laughs> and so now I don't know if I can eat these these rice things ever again. Mm. I went back. Oh, I went back to the package. My mouth is watering in a bad way. I went back to the package just to check it, and I smelled it, and it was, oh, God, it was so bad. It was definitely that. Mm. Oh, man. Anyway, scientists still don't know what exactly the bats are communicating when they use their death metal growls, but the study is the first step in understanding bat vocalization. Maybe they're singers. Maybe they're communicating about how sad they are and uh, how life you feel like you're stuck in a cage. And you've got all this rage and you can't get out and you have to scream it. Yeah. You know. It's like that heavy metal bat band, Rage Against the Cage. <laughs> I had nothing. I was trying to think of a joke. Speaking of Monopoly. Oh. The Tulsa Police Department arrested a man Saturday night after they say a family game of Monopoly turned violent. Oh. Good, because if you play by the rules, it lasts forever, and it's awful. And I've heard that if you play by the rules, it lasts less time. It's all the extra rules people add. Really? Yeah. Because did you know that if someone does not buy a property, it immediately gets auctioned? Oh. No, no, no. Maybe this is why I have hated it the whole time. Also, when I played with my brother and sister when we were growing up, they would make up rules. Mm Mm-hmm to benefit themselves and if i argued with them they would just hit me yeah. so yeah good people so officers were called uh, to a shots fired call jesus when a caller identified the suspect as john armstrong saying he chased her down and fired a shot at her and her father after he passed go but did not collect two hundred dollars that's true uh, when police arrived they immediately took armstrong into custody oh. which is hard because he had strong arms indeed so this uh, this game is supposed to be about how terrible capitalism is and only one person wins and everybody else loses in bankruptcy. <laughs> but I always, always quit before the end of the game. I'm just like, look, I'll just put all, I don't care. I don't want to win. I hate this game. I put all my money and properties in the middle. And so if somebody goes to get lands on free parking, That's they get it, which is either. not a rule either. Yeah. I know. It sucks. Anyway, maybe next week we should do because it's supposed to take like an hour. We can just play Monopoly. I oh on the show. Yeah, I will have a miserable time. <laughs> Only okay. by the rules, though. Is is there another thing we can do during Monopoly as well that we can? Uh, we get a dog and a gun. They can shoot us. Okay, that sounds good. Oh, um, I got a dog upstairs. Oh, good. And she probably will shoot us. She's an if asshole. We gave her the chance. She's yeah. an asshole. So investigators learned the family had been drinking alcohol and playing Monopoly when a fight broke out between Armstrong and his stepfather. Oh, jeez. After knocking over oh, the game board. brother. After knocking over the game board and turning over furniture, they were told to take the fight outside. Take it outside! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the bat again. <laughs> Uh, so Armstrong pulled out a gun after getting cut in the head, uh, probably by that fucking thimble. Yeah. Or the dog with it. The dog. The kind iron. Of it was tail. the iron. Oh, yeah, the iron. Right. Yeah. 
uh, and chased his stepfather and stepsister down the street, pointing the gun at them. He told police he fired one shot at the ground. <laughs> Officers did not find the gun, saying they believe Armstrong hid it in the house before surrendering. Oh, okay. I, I believe stepfather and stepsister were on one side, and Mr. Armstrong and the rest of them were on another side. The steps versus the non-steps. Mm. Steps versus the jumps. Yeah. Uh, I Monopoly's fine. I don't know. So if you land on it and you don't buy it, then it gets auctioned off. Mm-hmm. How do they auction it? Do you know? Who you, just like an auction, right? The highest, highest bidder, bidder wins it. Yeah. Anybody else, or can you then also bid? on You it? can also bid on it too. Really? Oh yeah. shit! I missed out. Let me. Yeah. But what if nobody wants it? Because if it's Baltic Avenue, nobody really wants it, right? So someone, it just, will, someone will pay a dollar. Someone will for pay, it. pay a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Lois is a dollar and like, oh, I'll give it two. Mm-hmm. And then it'll get up to 60. I, I mean, it'd be, it wouldn't make up. any sense to auction or to bid higher than the retail price of it. That's true. Unless you're like really invested in getting that piece. It, it really is. It, once you get Boardwalk and Park Place, you're going to win the game. Once you have the most expensive properties, pretty much you're winning that game, right? You know, I've had Boardwalk many times and no one ever lands on it. Really? Yeah. You got to get both of them and put the hotels on it's expensive, though. It is. You right. also can't build anything unless you have all the uh, properties. You can't build unless you have a monopoly. You can't build unless you have all of the properties? Mm-hmm. All of the properties across the board or all, no, the, all the properties of the, of the color. Single... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that, but I didn't know about the auctioning off. Yeah. So... What is free parking for then? It's just, no, a, free it's just space. a free space. You don't get anything on free parking. You don't have to pay anyone. So how did that? How did that rule? I need a Netflix documentary about this. How did that rule become so pervasive? If it's not even a rule, maybe we should do a documentary on it. Oh, we can research it and find out. I'm already I Netflix will work. buy anything. That's true. Not for a lot of money though. <laughs> They'll I'm still buy it, but yeah, something. Yeah, we do I a whole s- background um, on. How how did we end up with these rules? I just watched Pepsi Where's My Jet. How was it? Uh, only okay. See, <laughs> Netflix will buy anything. <laughs> we could become eccentric thousandaires. We could. So Armstrong was arrested and booked into the Tulsa County Jail for assault with a deadly weapon. He used an iron. <laughs> the deadly weapon, capitalism. Well, speaking of deadly weapons. Oh, and capitalism. The label on a cup of Velveeta microwavable macaroni and cheese says it only takes three and a half minutes to prepare. But Amanda Ramirez of Hyla, Florida, says that this is fake. It is really disrespectful to Floridians that you didn't learn how to pronounce their name, their town name, before we started. Hi, Leah. Yeah, hi, Leah. So Ramirez has filed a proposed $5 million class action lawsuit against Kraft Heinz Foods Company, alleging the food producers Velveeta shells and cheese takes longer than advertised to prepare. I do not like regular Velveeta shells and cheese. They're okay. I mean, the cheese is just, yeah, I'll eat it. It's, it's definitely a different texture than, say, like the Kraft macaroni and cheese. Definitely. It's definitely like more... It's. I mean, it's not a powdery pat. I wouldn't packet, even say right? creamy. It's just. Uh, I would say it's creamier. Yeah. Because it's like a. 
It's like a wad of cheese. It, comes <laughs> it is. Out. It is a wad. It's not like powder and butter and milk that you is, yeah. whisk together. Is this Velveeta one of those things where they can't really call it cheese or is that just American cheese? Is Velveeta American cheese? I believe it is, isn't it? Yeah. I or is so. it cheddar? I don't think it's cheddar. Velveeta is supposed to be they cheddar-like. Don't, they, don't have to, <laughs> they don't have to refrigerate it. I know that cheddar stringy, cheddar's oily, and it will dribble off your plate into your doily. Okay. So when the cookbook calls for cheddar, make it with Velveeta. It tastes better. Oh, okay. They're right about that. Well, about the taste better part, but about the oily stuff. Yeah, they're right. But there's something you can do with the cheddar to make it not oily or something. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck if I know. I just... Add condensed milk to it or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I just know that... um, I don't like any microwavable macaroni and cheese, not even the craft. No. So mm-hmm. I've never had this microwavable Velveeta either, yeah. shells and cheese, but I'm willing to bet it's worse than the regular Velveeta shells and cheese. And I, I would agree. I would agree. Well, the lawsuit claims that the packaging on the microwavable single serve cup of mac and cheese uh, says that it will be ready in three minutes and it is false and misleading. Yeah. I was misled by a packet of uh, brown rice and quinoa with garlic. <laughs> um, I. I was told it would have brown rice and quinoa and garlic, and it had, and it had mold. So the product's instructions say to microwave the cup for three and one half minutes. But Ramirez's attorney argue, attorneys argue this number doesn't account for the other four steps required to prepare the pasta. Oh, removing the lid and sauce pouch, adding water, microwaving, and stirring. That's up to you. Yeah. I, I hope the judge throw this throws this out. I hope it's, this is just it's a such bullshit. It's like yeah. it's a three ready in three minutes. Yeah, when you put it in the microwave, it is ready in three and a half minutes. Yeah, like yeah. Oh my gosh, you had to open the lid. So now it's two minutes and twenty two seconds plus. Yeah, two minutes and plus three minutes mm. plus whatever. Like shut the fuck up. I, well, honestly, if I had thought of it. And I had an attorney, and I was like, can we sue Kraft Heinz for $5 million? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, let's fucking do it. Do I have to pay you if we don't win? <laughs> but this just makes everyone's life worse. This is why they have to employ all these lawyers. This is why they add stupid things to cover their asses all the time. So some idiot is Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld says that on his bat? show. What's that bat say? Weep, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld said on his show, on his show, um, that the lawyers um, just know the rules of the country. And so they're the ones that read the inside of the box. They know that you have to auction off the mac and cheese if nobody wants it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the additional steps mean it's impossible for the mac and cheese to be ready in just three and a half minutes, according to the complaint. Kraft Heinz Food Company dismissed the lawsuit as frivolous in a statement. Yes. They also dismissed uh, Velveeta shells and cheese as frivolous. <laughs> you don't need them. Do you like the shells, though? Do you like the texture of the shells? Okay. They hold a lot of cheese. Yeah, they do, yeah. They got a little, like, scoop. My child will only eat spirals. Of the craft, I prefer the spirals. Yeah. I will not eat anything that's, like, character-shaped. Really? Why? The, the noodle is just disgusting. Really? Fuck that shit. It's either elbows <laughs> or spirals. I prefer spirals. Yeah, I'll eat elbows, though. Yeah. But a lot of times, the elbows are just straight. Yeah, they're not really elbows. Yeah. They're just little tubes. Yeah. I. They're uh, like they're like anorexic rigatoni. <laughs> I eat Look, a lot. Look, I of... like them fat. <laughs> Sorry, chubby. Ooh, do you call that chubby? <laughs> uh, 
we are aware of this frivolous lawsuit and will strongly defend against the allegations in the complaint, a Kraft Heinz food company spokesman said. Ramirez's lawyers argue the company sells the product at a substantial price premium. That is true. While using it's, it's not for the speed. It's because it's Velveeta shells and cheese. Yeah. Does it come? Do you think it comes with the Velveeta uh, cheese already in it? And it's not. You just microwave that as itself. It says you have to stir. You'd have to put water in it to cook the noodles, right? Uh, what's, well, it says it says uh, you have to prepare, remove the lid and the sauce pouch. So sauce pouch. Oh, it's a sauce pouch. Okay. And then cook the pasta and then pour the sauce in. Interesting. Mm, indeed. Uh, so the misleading marketing of ready in three and a half minutes, which instantly catches the eye of all reasonable. Oh, all eat reasonable consumers. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. They seek $5 million in damages, punitive damages, and an end to deceptive marketing and corrective ads. If anybody should be suing for anything, it's the shrinkflation. The way that they try to pull the wool over our eyes by saying, ooh, 25% more. It's like, no, this is the same size as it was before. 25% more air. You're Yeah, you're just, you just marked it up. I saw it. Or selling less for the same amount. I saw an Instagram video of this person going through can't remember what brand store it was i feel like it was like an aldi or something yeah and they were pulling the sale tags off so that you could see the regular price underneath and it mm. was the same price mm. is it i worked uh i sold mattresses at sears for like three months it was terrible i remember um, this yeah but we had so <laughs> in order to keep the mattresses on sale all the time we had two different patterns and they would alternate months so one month it would be the the pattern that was on the the main mattress, and the other month it would be the pattern that was on the little little corner swatch thing, and it was just a different pattern. But we had two different model numbers or two different like um, item numbers for it, so they would always be on sale <laughs> because the law says it, you can't call it a sale if it's on sale for more than half the year. Because then it's just the regular price. It's just the regular price, yeah. So they got around it by adding a little swatch and changing the pattern on the mattress. Ridiculous. So aren't there laws that say... You would think. uh, You know. But the lawyers know the rules. They do know the rules of the country. This is... uh, So this is... Everybody thinks of the lawsuit of McDonald's about the hot Mm -hmm. coffee, right? That person actually did have, like, medical problems and had severe burns. And the coffee was hotter than it should have been. Yeah, yeah. But, like, of course, everybody knows coffee's hot. But there's no reason for coffee to be that almost boiling. Yeah. (laughs) So much as it would burn your skin. Like, yeah, hot. But, like, she had, like, injuries. She had to go get, like, medical treatment for it. But also at the same time, like, you know, don't put your cup there. Yeah. Yeah. Blame the victim, I guess. What if the it's lid not was blaming the victim? Enough. It's saying you also have personal responsibility about some things. Yes, that's. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like you have to put the put the warnings on the hair dryer so you don't use them in the shower. No, but they do because they don't want to get sued. Yeah, not because they think they should. Yeah, it's because some asshole is going to sue and say, "I oh, didn't know I couldn't put electricity." Well, then maybe you should have paid attention in high school. 
Yeah. Or is it Why do we need to learn this? Well, so you don't put a fucking hair dryer in the bathtub with you, you idiots. <laughs> they don't teach you that in school. Yes, they do. They teach you that electricity conducts through water. Yeah, but they and don't that will teach kill you specifically. You. Don't use a hair dryer in school. Well, you should be able to put those two things together. I think if you're in high school, you would want to take a bath with a hair dryer at some point. I mean, I wish yeah, some of them that would. awful. <laughs> what did we learn on today's show? <laughs> I'm just saying, I've been to some of these, uh, you know, schools. Yeah, Trumpy land, and you're you're saying they should take a bath with <laughs> hair dryer. <laughs> That's what you're positing here. Okay, all right, it's cool. No, I'm just saying if it happened, well, you know, yeah. couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> uh, we learned that San Francisco is going to let robots kill your grandma. Yeah, Death so we, panels, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We also learned uh, that monks can be on meth, and they will get dismissed after the drug tests. Yes. And we learned that uh, bats uh, are into death metal. Yeah. Which makes sense when that one bat bit the other bat's head off. Oh, yeah. As the Ozbat. <laughs> do you think the monks have to would have to pee in a cup? Like, do you think they'd have to, like, meditate and, like, do it quietly? You know. What about, if the cup's not silence? big enough? You just have to. Well, they have a toilet. And they just. Yeah, they just it. have to go and get a big gulp. It's always enough space then. Uh, we also learned. Um, oh, the Monopoly Man is mm-hmm. the one with a monocle, right? Or he doesn't have a monocle. Uh, Monopoly Man mon- does not have a monocle. No, I think he does have a monocle. He does not. That's. I a think big, he did. Uh, that, that's a big uh, one of those. Um, what do they call him? The effect. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Oop. Oh, he does. Oop. <laughs> Or is it Mr. Peanut that doesn't have a monocle? No, Mr. Peanut has a monocle, too. Uh, one of them doesn't. I'm looking up. There he is. He's got a monocle. Which one didn't have a monocle? So I think in some pictures. Mandela effect. He doesn't, but in like some of the cards, I think he has. Oh, no, no, no. So you're looking at a picture of a fake Monopoly man, I think, there. Oh, you think so? Yeah. It says, am I the only one that remembers a mo- Monopoly man with a monocle? I don't think he wears a monocle. It's a Mandela effect. Did I say that already? The Monopoly man did have a monocle. This guy. Okay. Says. This is on Pinterest. Everybody knows you can. There's video uh, evidence. It looks like. Okay. It's on. It's on Know Your Meme, of course. We sh- we can just watch this video in silence while our listeners um, struggle and it's showing a bunch of pictures. I don't think this. Um, try to dry their hair in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll want to when they're done listening to the podcast. They'll dry their hair, won't they? Okay. Well, somebody correct us. Their hair will be dry. Okay. And we learned that... Uh, what was the last one? The last one. Oh. Velveeta shells and cheese. It takes more than three minutes. And, like, fuck that. and it's hot, wet garbage. It's probably it's hot, wet garbage. Although I'd rather eat that than moldy rice. But I, I don't agree with that. And this hour has been an hour and 30 minutes. It's not too bad. Stretching out the beginning. Yeah, and it's stretching out the end, too. We like yoga. The downward dog attacks. <laughs> so this, there's a cracked.com article about uh, four, was it four lines that we... we yeah, four lies that uh, everyone believes, we all believe, someone yeah. believes. There you go. Uh, four lies we all believe. Uh, the first being that the Monopoly man has never had a monocle. Okay. 
So, oh, so is so it, it did have a monocle then? Apparently, he never had a monocle. This website is garbage. What is happening? It, it's just it is not very good. Yes. Okay, so yes. the Monopoly game board, he does not have one. Yeah. So I swear, he... in like one of the community chest or chance cards, he has a monocle. Oh, you yeah. So that, I think that might okay. be where people are like, but I could be completely wrong. I don't fucking know. It's been years since I've played. Okay. Well, we're going to play it next week on the show, apparently. Okay. So. Yes, definitely. Uh, right. Line number three, there's no balcony scene in Romeo and Juliet. Wait, what was line number two? Uh, we're, we're counting down from four. Oh, we are. So, okay, yeah. sorry. So apparently there's no balcony scene in Romeo and Juliet. But that's a lie. Uh, uh, Chase, right? I imagine, blah, 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 blah. but uh, it's not in... It's shown up in all the adaptations, but it's not in the stage blocking. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't think that matters. No, I don't think so. uh, So it only mentions that she's looking out a window with no balconies. It says she's looking out a window. Yeah. So. We just added the balcony because it's romantic. Well, also you have to like, how is he going to climb up there? Balconies. Does does he climb up? Yeah, because they talk and. They kiss. Does he go into her room? That's much yeah. more scandalous. Exactly. Oh, I wonder if this was like uh 1950s yeah, like sensibilities. Kind of, yeah. You can't have him in a room. There's a oh bed there. They'll fuck. It's like it's like that rule where if a man and a woman in the in the movies, if a man and a woman were laying in bed together, the man had to have at least one foot on the floor. <laughs> it was like, what are they called? The um uh what's it called something? Nobody nobody cares. Uh, Nobody's listening anymore. Line number two. There isn't a painting of Henry VIII holding a turkey leg. I didn't know that that was okay, I don't something know. that people thought. Yeah. And, and then lie number one. And the number one lie that everyone believes. That we keep scrolling through all these books. Uh, Hannibal Lecter never said, hello, Clarice. He didn't? Apparently not. Or is that the lie? They're saying it's not real. Uh, single most famous moment is standing in front of Hannibal Lecter, Sal, looking at him. Uh, sneering, hello, Clarice, but shoot the character. Those two words, uh, blah, blah, blah. I think that's like the, the you know, in Star Trek, no one ever said, beam me up, Scotty. Oh, yeah. Kind of a yeah. thing. All right. So, I don't know. I've never... Uh, says, the closest comes to that line is at the end of the movie where he says, well, Clarice, have the lambs stopped screaming? Oh. I've never seen the movie, so. I recommend it. It's a very good movie. It's not like a scary movie. It's not like a jump scare horror movie. It's more like a crime drama. Yeah. Um, not- he, he did say, he did say in one, one of the movies, I'm having an old friend for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he win an Oscar for that? I don't know. It was one of the. I think he did, and I think it was one of the shortest, um, the shortest screen times for an Oscar. Let's pause it here while we research. Okay, so we did some research, and I was correct. Yes. He did win uh, an Oscar for best actor, and he only had twenty four minutes and fifty two seconds of screen time in that movie. That's pretty out good of for- the hour and 58 minutes and 31 seconds of the film. It's like less than a quarter. Yeah. So obviously he had a big impact. He did. He has two Academy Awards. Oh, he does? Yeah, he won one like two years ago. Okay. Or maybe it was three or, years ago. Uh, really? Yeah, for oh. The Father. He plays a guy who apparently has dementia. Oh. Last it's, I knew he was in was in Thor. Well, he, yeah, he was in that yeah. too, wasn't he? No, yeah, this was uh, it's Olivia Coleman is his daughter and he's 
she wants him to she i think she wants him to move out of his apartment and he doesn't want to move out of his apartment Mm. and there's this resistance and then they hire a nurse uh, but the nurse is like fucking with him and trying to confuse him. Oh, really? Like, yeah, on it's purpose? like, yeah, it's like, oh. and then like as you're watching, because you're like, no, he doesn't have dementia. She's fucking with him. Mm. That's why his daughter thinks she has dementia. But then it's like, no, he has fucking dementia. Oh, and the way they make the movie, like you feel like he doesn't, and then like everything just gets so confusing, and it's like, holy shit, if that's what it's like to have dementia, that's terrifying no thank you yeah it's very good i i greatly enjoyed it uh, like they did a good job as a film yeah uh, trying to portray that olivia coleman was she the one in greece uh yeah she's the one that you want oh, okay 